the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. The good, the bad, and the Boucherian. And folks, you're listening to the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. And I mean, not even trusting a friendship wise, like trusting someone enough to work with them or to delegate or, you know, so you, you find yourself like ending up taking so much work mm. and then you have so much on your plate and everything. But that's because you know, like, eh, me, I know how far this thing can go. And I know, like, if if I'm the one who's going to do it, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can't do. But then now it's like, damn, do I... Let me ask so and so to help me, and then wakuangushe. After you can, you can break relationships. Because it's something that's like the, like super super important to you. Oh, you can break you can break friendships and relationships really quickly by trying to mix um like ati now friendship and work with people who don't have like the same vision. Um, yes, I'd say that's number one, and then there's. I remember coming from Kirinyaga, <laughs> from my shag, mm-hmm. specifically to watch a show. Of his, it was the first time I was watching him live, and I get there, and it was in some car place, like a Mubaba-ish kind of lounge. I feel like mm-hmm. we were like eight mm-hmm. in total that came to watch him. Like the rest were just mm-hmm. those Mubabas who are just sitting having their drink, like, and then there's background music going on, you know. Then yeah, what one and a half years later, homies like Sarit is being closed because <laughs> the turnout mm. is too big. You like that's not that's not a long period of time you get like so much has yes. happened in that short period like we're so happy for them so yeah like it's just a time it's it's the time it is the time to be there i know i know i know i know she was she was okay i'm not gonna say who at the top but like she was way at the top as well because i respect her so much as an artist oh my gosh i respect her she's mm-hmm. uh, she's such a professional artist you know like Wow. Mm-hmm. And then she's a professional artist and she's a human being. You know, some artists like they don't feel like human beings. Like she's a human being, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was up there, but I feel like maybe the the thing that set them apart is that I've I've known Razorman personally. Like I knew Razorman personally before. Like It's your boy, Billy, and we're back at it with another episode. Hope you guys are keeping well, keeping safe, and things are going well on your side, as they are on mine. And today, my guest in studio is Tessie Washira, a lawyer and the founder of Kenyan Peak. And today, we'll be talking about all things Kenyan Peak, her love for the Kenyan music industry, owing to the fact that a lot of us probably listen to other people's music and don't support home. So what really inspired her love for that? But first, she told me about you know, self-awareness, because previously we were having a conversation about that, about how she's so self-aware. And so, Tessie. So for you, what is, tell, talk to me about sometimes the burden of self-awareness. So you, people mm. who are not self-aware, get to enjoy mm. life more than people who really are self-aware. Because with you being yeah. self-aware, of course, you analyze things, you yeah. read certain cues. But when you're not yeah. self-aware, eh, life is mm. literally vibes and inshallah. So, so how, <laughs> yeah. how is that for you? Um, sorry, could you could you rephrase the last part? So how is that for you, like, uh, you know, uh-huh. this burden, the burden, burden of being self-aware? Yes. Ah, uh, yes. I get you. Hey, let me tell you, I'm talking like this, but like in real life, hey, 
it's crazy. I feel like the problem with being self-aware, especially me as me, I overthink. I mm-hmm. overthink. Like, Yanni, it can come, it can turn from self-awareness to like imposter syndrome in one second. Mm. You get like, because now, Yanni, you're scared of taking risks. You kind of want things to to be perfect. You get like, you kind of also judge yourself um, quite quite harshly. Like, there's there's a conversation I was having with my friend recently, and we were like, if you talked to um, your friends the way you talk to yourself, would you still have friends? Kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. you find like, um, when you when you when you when you too self-aware, like you get when you're too self-critical. Manze, you don't give yourself enough grace. You get like you ha- you have such high expectations um for yourself. So I think yeah, I think the flip side, the burden of that self-awareness is just like you you can just be very self-critical and you know chase um perfectionism, I'd say, um and kind of forget to 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 go with the flow you know yeah yeah and yeah i was saying sometimes you uh-huh. are your biggest critic and you don't and with other people you offer them grace tell them you know say affirmations mm-hmm. it's easy, but with yourself mm-hmm. you're yeah biggest line you're just like i you know yeah yeah exactly exactly and with that for you as well you talked about sometimes being scared of taking risks so tell me about kenyan peak how it came mm-hmm. to be because i'm sure this is such a big risk this is literally putting yourself out <laughs> there full throttle you know, real. it's not it's one of those things where wow you know p- this is something that people will yeah. think they just don't turn up this is a reflection of me and am i a failure yeah <laughs> that's a deal <laughs> okay um so basically so how it started yeah mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, I'd go, I'd go for like a lot of shows and I'd actually go for a lot of them like alone. Cause I go to a point when I'm like, ah, now by the time I start waiting for my friends to be able to make it for a show, I'll never go. We're all adults. We all have like different schedules. So I would go for these shows like alone, but then I check there and I'm like, I can't be the only one who's experienced this. You get like, like how didn't I know this person or like, how doesn't everyone know know this person you get so yeah. i'd start posting on my instagram story um like two songs two two songs a week like just kenyan music um a lot was like very underground or alternative rather so i called it tessie's kenyan pick so i'd post like one like upbeat song and one kind of acoustic song mm. um with like a small description of like how the song make makes me feel or how i feel about it yeah, yeah. then um i'd also keep like posting the events that i'm going for like before the event i post the poster and after the event i post like an event recap kind of thing yeah. so i find yeah. that like on my instagram a lot of the things i was posting were just Kenyan music, Kenyan industry, Kenyan, Kenyan, Kenyan. Had even now, like, I wasn't even posting my photography anymore, my reels. Like, my page almost just became like a Kenyan music brand ambassador page. Mm. <laughs> um, so I, I started asking myself, should I just have like a separate page to like post these things? So I did a poll 
and guys were like, yeah, yeah, as we're all for it, what, what, what. So I just knew eventually I'm going to like open a page that just has Kenyan things, what, what, what. And then <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I produce Nakili sessions for Mutoria. So that's another live show every week on Tuesday, shameless plug at Beer District. So when we took a break um, between season one and season two, Mutoria comes and tells me, Ati, yeah, so uh, the venue still wants us to keep doing something on Tuesdays so that we don't lose traction. Uh, so you told me you want to do an event start next week. I said, what? I said, you're, you're lying. Like, at this point, I don't have an Instagram page. I don't have an artist, nothing. Like, I've just been told you have next, you have to next week to start a show. And it was like, I think it was like a Thursday. And I'm supposed to be starting this show on Tuesday, the following week. Yeah. I'm telling you, I put up that Kenyan pick page so fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I put it up so fast. So now I sat that whole weekend doing graphics. Nini, 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 nini. I hit my friend Jerry up. Um, she, so she was my first, she was my first artist on the show. So that's basically how it started. So like when I started the page, it was just supposed to be for like Kenyan music content. And then through Mutoria, I ended up doing the show. So I posted that as well. But this show was meant to run for like three weeks. Like I was just supposed to be placeholding until we come back with season two of um of Nakidi. But then I feel like it kind of grew legs of its own. And it was like, okay, yeah, so maybe this isn't a three show kind of thing we've started here. So yeah, I just I just kept rolling with the punches. Like I just I just kept kept it going, kept it going. Um and yeah, basically, that's how Kenyan Pick started. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. No time to waste. No, mm. no, at least let's think about this for months on end and then we see when we start. It's just <laughs> Okay, to be fair though, um, I had been conceptualizing Kenyan Pick for like two months before that. But mm-hmm. you see, before that, it was just like, I have a notebook specifically for Kenyan Pick related things. A good friend of mine gifted it to me and she was like, Want you to write down all your dreams in this book? <laughs> just became my Kenyan pick book. Hey. So I had I had put down like if I had a page, what would it have? If I had a show, what would it look like? Like my whole lineup of dream artists to work with, and then I would go ticking one by one <laughs> when like I meet them or I end up working with them. So I had like a really good idea. I just didn't have that final push because you know, I was working at my own time. Like yes. I was giving myself way too much grace. Like <laughs> that's when I'm slowly like, hmm, venues, where would I go? I leisurely just go around restaurants, testing the vibe to see. Like, but I didn't have that final push, you know, that thing that was telling me, like, okay, now is the time. So now when um Mutoria presented that opportunity, I was like, okay, we're not starting from scratch. We 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 have as much of a plan as we, we as in me and my brain, you get like, <laughs> we have as much of a plan as we could possibly have. Like right now we just need to execute and here's the chance. Like now if I let this go now, you get like, maybe it's a sign, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I just said, you know what? <sighs> kinda, kinda, let's just, let's see. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. So yeah. how do you finally not live in your head? Do you live in your head a lot? And if so, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it varies. It depends on the day. Like I told you, I feel very deeply, and a lot of like my actions are kind of informed by that, fortunately or unfortunately. 
So there's days I, I, I won't be anywhere in my head. Like I'll be on top of the world. Everything is going fantastic. But like now I have the days when I need, like I come back to myself and my thoughts and I just analyze everything, yeah. everything. Now that's when, you know, the doubts come, the imposter syndrome comes, what, 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 and then I have to pick myself up from there. But um, in short, there's no perfect day. You get, like, yes. it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you love what you're doing or you don't like what you're doing. There's no perfect day. Like, there's the days that come with, like, the doubts um, and all of that. But I guess the, the, the highest of highs keep me going on, like, the low days. You get, yes. I, I journal when I'm, when I'm happy. I have, like, a Kenyan pick journal. <laughs> hey. Like, it's basically, like, Kenyan pick related stuff. You're so serious, um, uh-huh. Imagine it's just so part of my life. Like before it wasn't called Kenyan Peak Journal. It was just like a, a journal where like I, I write how I feel about music or how, how a show went and stuff. And a lot of it is very positive. Um, a lot of it is very positive. So like now, like on my low days, like I go back to um like those high moments and like the journals I did in those moments. And I'm like, you know, you weren't crazy when you were writing this. You get like mm. you felt what you felt. Yeah you know what you know, you've envisioned what you've envisioned, like, it's okay, it's like, it's just a rough day, it doesn't mean you were crazy for thinking all of this could come to pass, and yeah, just try and psych myself up a bit from that. And so, yeah. was that the same policy you applied with law school? Because hey, law school, hey, woo, I, I autopiloted law school, my God, you know, like, I look back and I'm like, guy, I graduated, it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh-huh. Wow. Hey, law school was a roller coaster. My God. But actually, um, the thing I'm telling you for like how much I feel very deeply, mm. I think I, I got through law school because of that. Or at least I got I got through law clinic because of how deeply I feel, and I got through law school because of law clinic. Mm-hmm. Tell me about so, that. Uh-huh. Uh, about law clinic i'm a law school <laughs> about all of it how you joined law school wanting to change society and advocate for people and then law school just said hold my beer <laughs> hey, i'm telling first of all I, funny enough i didn't even want to go to law school <laughs> uh i had actually enrolled for film production in usiu mm-hmm. yeah like everything like i was just supposed to pull up to class in september you get and then I'm telling you, my parents sent all the people around me to tell me, eh, ukimaliza utapata kazi wapi? Nini, 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 film in Kenya? So I chickened out last minute. And I said, you know what? At his Strathmore, at the application, at it's when I was among the last people to apply. Mm. Um, I got mm. in, but it was for like... Let me just get this over with. Like, maybe I'll come to like it along the way. If not, like, I'll know. Like, I'll know what I'll do. Yes. Um. So when I started, I really wasn't enthusiastic because for me, it was like this law thing, quote unquote, versus film, which I had wanted to do. Like, like yo, it was, yeah, it was really, it was a really big part of me then. So um, now when I started, see, I wasn't enthusiastic. Yeah. But then yeah. I ended up joining the law clinic and law clinic basically gave me purpose for law like i i i fell in love now with like hey let me not say fell in love with the law but <laughs> i fell in love with that with rather hey no that's too strong oh, let me say too strong. i got through law school <laughs> 
I got through law school because of law clinic, but I did fall in love with law clinic, like deeply, deeply, deeply. Like, yeah, and I guess it goes back to that thing of feeling a lot. Like, I'm an empath, a heavy, heavy empath. So it already used to just irk me when I see like injustices happening or people being taken advantage of. And then, especially because you don't know the law, any information, any the difference between you getting taken advantage of and not could be just having that information. Exactly. So now, law clinic being, it's so, it's so, it's so frustrating. It's like, really? Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. now law clinic was now like that vehicle, Yani, like, Yani, hey, we were doing such good work. Just, you know, just watching like lives change and people just getting what's due to them and like learning and being empowered and all of that. Um, so basically watching the law come to life, which is so different from like sitting in class with just your books and you don't see how this applies to anyone's life. Yeah. So yeah, that practical application of the law is what um, made me start enjoying um, law school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I stuck by law clinic with everything. Yani, at some point, my degree was almost a, a side hustle. Like I was in, I was in <laughs> for law clinic, not really like at, Lo- uh, you know, because uh, uh, it was a full time job. You know, having to like missing classes, the traveling, nini, and then you're supposed to have the same grades or better than guys who aren't doing any extracurricular. That was the craziest thing about law school, about law clinic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hey, it was so crazy. Any back then, why I, I, I even stopped like music, Kabisa. Hey. Yani, even these shows, I could only go as a consumer. I didn't even have any space in my mind at it to think about can I produce was- this? Like, me, me, I was just, I was just happy enough attending and posting on my Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a full time, full time commitment. And those are the days you didn't have too many assignments, so you could attend otherwise. You are dying in eh, an assignment. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, exactly. exactly. Eh. But me like one thing about me, <laughs> I used to do it all. <laughs> and and that's what I'm telling you. I feel like I autopiloted because when I try to think of it logically, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Even my graduation speech, I was telling them you guys I don't know. That's all I have to say. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> I feel like I was just supposed to graduate. It was, you know, divine intervention because me as me, I can't tell you how that happened because mm. there's, there's yeah. just always so much going on. But yeah, we did it. Ni God for real. Yeah, we are. Any God. What? Ni God for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love how yeah. you talk about, you're very passionate about the things you do. And clearly, all of the time, it bears fruit. Because when you have so much, and a lot of, I love how guys these days have that conversation about passion, about if you're passionate about certain things, Mm -hmm. you get to do Mm -hmm. them more easily than if you didn't have passion. But for you, with all this passion you've had, have you ever experienced any failure or any setback in all these things? (laughs) What has the journey been, you know? La vida loca. Uh no 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 um (laughs) yeah there's definitely been um there's definitely been lows i would say the first uh, i don't know that this is like a low okay it's a low in some in some in some ways and some ways not one you find that you can 
your trust levels when you're doing something that you love mm-hmm. can get really mm-hmm. low. Like, and I mean, not even trusting at a friendship wise, like trusting someone enough to work with them or to delegate or, you know, so you, you find yourself like ending up taking so much work mm-hmm. and then you have so much on your plate and everything. But that's because you know, like, eh, me, I know how far this thing can go. And I know, like, if if I'm the one who's going to do it, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can't do. But then now it's like, damn, do I? How let me ask so-and-so to help me? And then, wakuangushe. After you can, you can break relationships. Because it's something that's, like, like super, super important to you. Oh, you can break you can break friendships and relationships really quickly by trying to mix, um like, ati now friendship and work with people who don't have like the same vision um, yes i'd say that's number one and then the second thing uh not everyone operates um like the way i operate and you know we're in such a capitalist society it's it's crazy i wish we we're just running around making music and eating berries in a garden in the rainbows but that's not how it is so trying to convince um trying to sell your your passion and your vision to people who don't think like you is i guess the other bump in the road because we all need each other you get like yes at least in the context at least of like let's say kenyan pick i need to have a venue to run my shows but the venue the venues are usually mostly owned by entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and creatives most definitely do not think the same way like you know like or you can find a creative who's an entrepreneur, but an entrepreneur who like at a hundred percent sympathizes with creatives, like it's crazy because mm. now for them everything is a business. Yes. So yeah, just basically trying to sell what it is we're trying to sell um to people who aren't at a hundred percent like-minded. And then you know, because when you believe so strongly in what you're doing, you're like, you guys, what aren't you seeing? rest of the world yes. like what aren't you seeing but like they don't see it you get so yeah so yeah i think that's the other struggle you in, in your menu like this might be the next big thing just believe in me please. just be just just give me like seven million i promise just just give me like just trust me damn like who had to <laughs> don't take it out of me just give me trust me <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. I think those are the two biggest minis. And but with that as well, just talking back to the mm-hmm. first point, for you. Mm-hmm. So for you, how have you learned to build a team? Because I, I relate to that how it's a struggle. Because if it's you doing it, mm-hmm. you do it with so much passion. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you delegate, and especially if the person, mm-hmm. it's not the person's vision, you know, yeah. sometimes you feel like they won't do it to the best of their ability, yeah, or if they exactly. mess up, like human nature mm-hmm. is to mess up, you will mm-hmm. take it more harshly on them because. Monday, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> so what how have you learned to go around that? I'm still learning. <laughs> or are you still but... media manager, entrepreneur? Uh, it's crazy. PR it's cra- like <laughs> eh, I've been doing it all. Eh, my CV has expired. Eh, I'm a graphic Real. designer, Sujui, what Sujui? It's crazy. But okay, I think I've I've tried because now we're a two-man team. Kenya mm-hmm. because a two-man team. Um, I work with Trevor Sudi. Shout out to him, man. Aki, wow, 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 wow. Best production manager ever. I think it took, like, 
it took a lot of observation you get like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when we started working together um mostly I, i just wanted him to like just be content for the show and everything but I, like I, i knew i was gonna be running everything so he was just coming in to do content but then you know it's also ones where like uh you know parable of the talents kind of thing like let's see what you do with what what you i have. give you mm. you get like yeah if i trust yeah. you with this let's see like how well like you do without him knowing at his you under probation or whatever you know but i i keep telling him now we can joke about it but eh i used to analyze you know yeah so it was once for okay so far this and this and this have been okay so i asked him um i told him like yeah i feel like you're doing really well in this and this do you feel like you have any like other strengths or skills that you feel could be useful because maybe i'm here just you know nakukatia like maybe you could be doing like a lot more yeah um, and i'm here holding you back and also like the people that i've worked with who who i would say are like my mentors i feel like they handled me so well that's one thing i know i'm so blessed to have like really good mentors so kind of walking with him the same way my mentors walked with me you get mm. like just giving that kaliwe um yeah so i just started trusting him with like more and more things and like he would prove himself which means like i'm not making it up you get i don't i'm not banking on his potential it's like he's actually sure he can do abcd abcd so if mm. i'm here dying with work and i know someone can do it now at that point it's i only have myself <laughs> to blame yeah. like yeah. if i don't like ask for help then mm-hmm. it i think it also took um took me realizing that what it is i'm trying to build is bigger than myself like like the success measure for me for this would be for it to outlive me which is also partly why i opened another instagram page for it yeah yes cuz i was like yeah it's bigger than me and if it's bigger than me that means i can't be i can't build it alone <laughs> you know so just accepting that like yeah just because i can't do everything doesn't mean i'm not good at what i do it just means what it is we're trying to build is big enough like that it's okay for me to just humble myself take a step back and like accept help for the sake of for the sake of propelling it like farther yeah. than if i was by myself mm-hmm. yeah oh that's interesting and so are you mm-hmm. are you hiring soon or but i love how you mentioned that you took time to observe because a lot of times i think that's where a lot of people who build are building things go wrong hiring the mm-hmm. wrong people or, or working with the wrong people because mm-hmm. they make or break you because mm-hmm. you know if they're not doing that pulling their weight or doing su- the, what they're supposed to first yeah. but there is the friendship but then again it just yeah. you know leaves a bit and leaves a bit and as you work so good for you that you actually have that skill that that is mm-hmm. actually like also trying to build because i'm also not as trusting i'm just feeling like wow will you guys handle this thing with as much care as i would you know yeah yeah i get you <laughs> i get you and so, it also takes yeah. them having the same vision though because i feel like even if he was good at what he was good at the turning point for me was seeing that we're on the same page about a lot of things you get like mm-hmm. i like let's say like I'll, i'll i would tell him something like an idea that i have and as i'm saying it i'm saying it like it's the craziest thing you know and he's like hmm, that's doable you know like 
I'm like, really? Or like, you know, we're just having yeah. conversations about like the music and stuff. And you're saying this, is, it's not an interview. He's not pretending like from the bottom of his heart, like you get like, we are on the same page. We're on the same page. So I feel like if both of you share and carry the same vision, there are things imagine even you can learn along the way, like the soft skills and stuff. But Borake, you know, this is our baby. We ride with it. We die for it. Like you guys, like you're on yeah. the same page. Yeah, yeah. So for you, just him, bro. Just him, bro. We're not hiring. <laughs> it's, it's still a two months But okay, to be fair though, now it's just um, okay. We're working to the place where we we can be able to hire hire having the connotation of financial compensation because like you know things like graphic design we can do it well enough but you know we would need a graphic designer on board or a social media manager or that kind of thing so yeah now hopefully when we when we get to the point where we can have that we're not like closed to it i think we're just not there yet because we don't want to pay by exposure yes such like things but for yeah. the listeners, if you'd like mm. to hire, if you'd like to speak, <laughs> what I'll advise them is that write mm. test your proposal and show her how much value you're bringing that she has no option but to get you. You know, real. Let them see the value, but you show ah! her the value that you need to be on your team. You I'm dead. So who knows? <laughs> and then, Giamini, guys, for real, send them through. Send them through. Giamini. But I'm not guys. Like uh-huh. at, at the beginning, when you if you believe someone's vision so much, they mm. can decide to work pro bono. And probably working pro bono right now means you make yeah. more money, and then they get paid mm. eventually. You know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? No, who but knows? you know, for real, by the way, for real. Imagine like if like right now I'm not close. Like there's people who've been telling me like, yeah, you know, we'd like to help with this. We'd like to help with this. And even when it's pro bono, like now is when I'm in my observation stage. You get so it's not that you yeah. are close. Yeah, and like the people who like approach would approach us like this early, then for sure we know or we have an idea that we're probably on the same page, like visual wise. Yes. So yeah, guys, Giamini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just yeah, yeah. is known for giving bricks, character development. <laughs> 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 No comments, no comments, no comments, no comments, no comments. Unanionea kwa podcast. Nenta wangu share screenshots, yo. I have the evidence. Let me just, let me know. Since it's his show, I'll be polite, you know. Mindo but let me, me natak tu kwa won. Utaki ni wawon, niseme, nili wawon. Yo, those are means for reply, nini, no, what is it usually say? Reply to that DM. <laughs> Nini, don't DM me. Nini, apana, bye. Don't waste your time. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you want to DM me, go through Billy. He's my manager. You, you'll help me that since you know everything. <laughs> since you said I'm being too harsh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was asking, so for you, how has it been, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. putting yourself out there, sometimes DMing some of these artists, and sometimes mm. they don't reply. Sometimes, yeah. of course, they have many. They don't. Sometimes, yeah. I, I'm a big week, so I can't. You know. So, how has yeah. that been for you exploring those territories? Um, I'd say in the beginning, 
Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was really okay. At least, as far as artists are concerned, in the beginning, it was a bit rough, cause mm. like, yes, I I had my artist friends, you know, those ones who like, eh, yani, I was at their shows from when I was the only one at their shows. You see, now those ones at least like we've we've grown together. Like I was there like from the beginning, and I'll yeah. always be there. But then, for the for the kind of bigger ones, it got to a point I was like. We, it's not that we have mutuals. It's not like at I'm guaranteed to meet you in a supermarket and talk to you or at, after a show and talk to you. So for a couple of them, I just I would just DM. Some would reply, some wouldn't. The ones that reply up to now, like were still like really good. Some of them are actually the ones who ended up being um like my mentors and everything. But I feel like the more the more time passed and the more I just kept doing like doing my thing basically and moving with the people that are moving with me everything just started aligning i started finding myself meeting the people i'm supposed to meet even without planning now it became a bit crazy like it flipped i'm meeting people or i'm like doors are opening and i'm like what you know like i didn't even you know even when i'm there like praying for the best some of them were like above even the best I was praying for, you know, like yes. <laughs> so I just feel like the right the right steps would always lead to the right doors being opened. And I find when I keep insisting on one on on like a path and like Yani, it, it feels unnatural. For sure things would not work out. Either now, like I, I find myself like I'm not making breakthroughs or I'm not meeting the people I want to meet or the opportunities aren't coming my way but like I don't know I feel like there's just been something about um having like a natural flow of things where like I listen to myself and I try to take time to observe like my surroundings and what like this step led to this led to this led to this and what what was what was meant to come my way has come like you get the people I was meant to meet have come people I wasn't meant to keep have gone like it's you get it kind of just filters itself out like as you go yeah yeah that's that's how it's worked for me at least and uh even as you wind up I have a few couple of questions left is mm-hmm. that at what do you with your goal with your goals do you give your goals timelines do I give my goals timelines um yes uh let me say not really at least not now um mm. when i was starting i i i would like i'd be like hey i have to have done this by this time by this time by this time but then i realized the thing about timelines yes it can help you with like discipline but it can also hold you back cuz yes like like right now the the support and the, the the support that i've gotten in the community that i've grown is something I had envisioned for next year. <laughs> like, I, I, mm-hmm. I had no vision of it happening this year when I was working with, like, a timeline or even some of the people mm-hmm. that I've met and stuff like that. I'd be like, logically, if I do A, B, C, D, A, B, C, by next year, this time, I'll have nye, nye, nye. But then you find, eh, things just be happening. Like, as long as you're disciplined and you keep going, I think that's the only criteria I'm giving my goals, like, I just try not to rest. Like, okay, you know what I mean by rest? Like, I just won't stay stagnant. Yeah. Like, I'll do my best. Like, when opportunities come, I'll take them. You know, what I can chase, I chase. What I can go for, I go for. And 
they've just been happening at the time when they're supposed to happen yeah yeah more, more than when i try to like force it so the only thing i would say for like timelines is when maybe it's things i don't necessarily enjoy doing you know like mm-hmm. you know making a poster okay let me not try i like making the posters but you know things like you know if i know i have to make a poster <laughs> then i have to make it by this time so you see like small things yeah. like that yeah but for the long term eh, i've said Nah, I've seen things unfolding before my eyes that I had no idea. I would not even have been able to dream up the script that's like happened to me so far. So yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just doing my thing and taking it a day at a time. Ah, oh, lovely. Because one if you said yes, I want to ask um when are we mm. having our, you know, Kenyan peak version of blankets and wine, you know, something big, wow. something huge. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I, the vision Something is there. Trust, the plans are there. Oh my god! Let me tell you, if someone just gives me seven million right now, you guys, I promise you, no one will have, no one can put up a better event than what we'll be able to put up, and not just a better event, for but for a better you. experience. You don't even know. You see these annual shows you're talking about. The concepts mm. I have, ah, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Me, it's just, it's just sponsorship. If I get sponsorship like this, you people will eat good. Uh, uh, are you writing proposals? Am I writing proposals? Are you? Imagine, actually, what I'm doing this evening. <laughs> like, we, we mm. want to start like actually putting out proposals and everything because we're like, okay, now we we can't vibes and inshallah this thing anymore. We actually need the funds to <laughs> to see through to see through. So yeah, fingers crossed, man. Like we are very excited. Like there's a lot of really good things coming your way. Talk to me through my PA. He'll give you a date in the uh, next three months. So <laughs> <laughs> not you though. You 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 okay, you're up there, you're up there. In fact, if they don't find me, they come to you. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, guys, you've had it on record. At least it's done law, so she knows the evidence law. This is on the record. So you had it here for first, folks. I'm on the manga. Real. They had it Real. here first. Real. But I can't wait for that to happen. One day you'll be hosting, you know, Africa. I want you. I hope you're dreaming Africa as well. Are you hope what? I hope you're dreaming Africa as well. Um. Well, I yes, hope. eventually, but. You know, you know, African pick is a bit. I don't know, maybe a feature here and there, but I feel like my 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 focus will remain Kenyan as far as I can see right now. But remember, we said no timeline, so we just be vibing. But yeah, heavily, yes. heavily Kenyan focus. Maybe Kenya to Africa, but not necessarily yes. other Africans into Kenyan pick. Respectfully, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, Respectfully, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiwa. Yeah. South Africa wants a South African peak who produce. If Nigeria wants a Nigerian <laughs> peak, will produce. Anyway, uh, keep your mind open. Oh, you know sometimes we plan I uh, yeah. okay. Oh, I thought you were saying like having a South African on Kenyan peak. No, mm, if no, they're no, trying no, to have no, a no. South African peak, I got them. It's okay. I'll produce for you. It's fine. Too many CV. <laughs> Too many CV. <laughs> and then come then, you're having now a whole Africa thing where now you're having everyone fly in to last the festival happens. You know how? 
Nyege nyege. Is it nyege nyege? Oh yeah, nyege nyege. Real. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, now African pick. That would be cool. We have like all the pickers from all the African yes. countries. That would be cool. You know what? I'll put that on the drawing board. We said it here first. We had it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Real. Yeah. And now guys have asked you who's your favorite artist you've brought on show. So I want to ask you that because you cannot choose one. I know you can't choose <laughs> <laughs> or it's not even actually funny enough i was one. asked that last week and i you see at least you've had the decorum to tell me like you know you can't choose what it i was not given a choice imagine i had to choose you it was crazy are you serious imagine imagine i didn't choose me i know i know <laughs> i really don't want them to see that interview but like you actually chose, i'll ask you that <laughs> like me, I can't choose a favorite. How do you choose a favorite? No, <laughs> it was so hard. It was so so hard. Like I had to put a lot so of you, thought into it. So exactly, uh-huh. what was the thought process? What informed the artist you chose? Um, it was a lot. Like there was my, my relationship with their music, or like aside of them being an artist, like my relationship with their music, which got me to want to work with them to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. then the, them as a person, like their personality and their views on the industry. Um, just basically how, how on the same page are we? If you can't tell by not being on the same page, it's very important to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, how like, you get, yeah, whether we're on the same page and then how the people receive their music as well. And then fourth, how mm-hmm. the show, how the show went, like. That now my show when they were there like how how that went yeah yes. so it was like an all round kind of thing now that you said it fast you can never say it again here they won't hear it fast here. damn <laughs> <laughs> what happened what happened to the decorum <laughs> now that I had you ready did it you might as well <laughs> ah, I'm dead okay um so I went with Razor Man mm-hmm um yeah just reason being all rounded i feel like he is what i wish the industry was like he is what i wish like a lot of people in the industry like could be or he thinks the way i wish they could think like you know like he has the business side of it he has the creative side of it he has the community and like sentiment side of it you know like yeah, like if he was the if the industry was a school and he was the principal, we would be in very safe hands. I feel like that's the best summary I can give. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, power, power to reason, man. Power to reason, man. I thought it was, you know, I'd have guessed it was Brandy because you guys vibed really much on the show. I know, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. She was, uh-huh. she was okay. I'm not gonna say who at the top, but like she was way at the top as well because I respect her so much as an artist. Oh my gosh. I respect her. She's mm-hmm. uh, she's such a professional artist, you know, like wow. Mm-hmm. And then she's a professional artist and she's a human being. You know, some artists like they don't feel like human beings, like she's a human being, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she was up there, but I feel like maybe the the thing that set them apart is that I've I've known Razorman personally, like I knew Razorman personally before. Like yeah. yeah, like Brandy, we started interacting mostly from my show onwards. But now, mm-hmm. Reza, we had been interacting. Like, we were peers. Yes. So, I mm-hmm. know him a bit more than I know 
um again as a person i know him a bit more than i know brandy yeah that's, yes that's <laughs> yeah and lastly if you're to have mm. one if, which artist are you really anticipating to come on the show which artist or chico mm-hmm. or chico or chico or chico why how, you know, um, I love how you you were so in touch with Kenyan music that you wouldn't <laughs> say some big name that everyone would like. You know, you know, you'd actually yeah. you, you actually <laughs> are the right person for Kenyan peak. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'd say Ochiko. I think I'm a bit biased though, because uh, again, shameless plug. He's dropping an album, um, and it'll be out this October and. Genuinely, I've had a lot of music. I've had a lot of albums, but this is one of the most powerful and beautiful bodies of work I've ever had. So mm-hmm. I'm producing the, the album for him and everything. So like I'm I'm very closely connected to it. And even when we slotted him slotted him in for the show, we slotted it at a time when he'll have just released um the album. So it'll be very exciting mm-hmm. to like have him on and have him do uh, the new songs and the oldies. Then he's just been nominated as well for, a, I believe it's either a Tamasha or a Pulse Award. So, oh, good for you him. know, mm-hmm. yeah, good for him, man. Like, I'm just like, wow, he has so many like great things going on. Like, I can't wait for him to like come on the show and like share that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's in- that one, I-, I must be there no matter what. Ilazima, November 1st, I believe. First week of November. Less. Yeah. At an echo calendar. And without a flow. Scheduling the rules. And what happens to artists who want to shoot their short but are not known and want to be on the Kenyan um, peak? How do you go about that? Um, people have actually been DMing. So what I usually ask for is just for you to send, for them to send links to their music on the DM for Kenyan pick, preferably. Mm-hmm. Um, so links to their music, and if they have performance videos, they can send those as well. And then, more or less, I just have a look, and then we see from there. But for the for the headliners, like the main acts for Kenyan pick for this season. I already slotted the main like like two months ago. Like I already booked yeah. like so and so this week, so and so this week. So right now I only have like um slots for like maybe opening acts. But mm-hmm. whether or not you get to be on the show, like I still I'd still like push your music. If you have videos, like we'll push them on the stories and all of that. So either way, we'll find a way to to support you, whether it's by being on the show or by helping you like market and put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least I'll as far as Kenyan concerned. Mm, mm. mm. And what if you don't like their music? Um <sighs> why don't I like their music? <laughs> uh okay, let me say. Uh if if the reason I'm not vibing with their music is because of the genre, because also me, like I'm very on the R&B, acoustic, kind of maybe Afropop, Ikienda Sana vibe, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. generally, not even for Kenyan music, like generally, I, I don't listen to like rap or drill much, so, mm-hmm. but then I know that, so like when I get, when I get DMs from the drill and the rap artists, I almost immediately send them to 
now another good friend of mine that i trust is called zamani shout out to him like i'll send to zamani i'm like what are your thoughts on this because now him he listens to it because at the end of the day it's bigger than me like i said you know so if yeah. the reason we're not vibing with the reason i'm not vibing with it is genre i'll send it to someone who vibes with that genre and would have an objective opinion but mm-hmm. if it's a matter of maybe the production could be better or this and this and this you get if it's a matter of maybe you just need some fine tuning then i'll i'll tell you that like i'll be like this and this is great my opinion is maybe you can like work on abcd abcd and then yeah if you'd like to take it and like maybe try again sour if not manze you know to sasa to each their own <laughs> yeah. yeah but with that you're so brave for that because mm-hmm. me i would never because of that conversation where someone says that <laughs> artists you know um express yeah. themselves differently and so different people appreciate mm. art differently someone is like hey yeah. maybe to me this music is whack but jamani <laughs> some elegy like again like with your yeah. back and especially yeah. with your friend you're just like whack and uh, you can yeah. the truth yeah i guess so how do you think about that um i think like i'm 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 so open when it comes to kenyan music especially you get like A lot of times baby if I'm making a comment it's often logistical it's never like at do I like the song or not kind of thing you get it's like if I'm making a comment it could be uh, maybe the vocals were being drowned by the instrumentals kind of you get it's something that's glaring no matter who you send it to they'll tell you the same thing like it's not how I'm feeling about <laughs> about the yes. music and if it's about how i'm feeling i'd rather keep quiet i'll even pretend i've not seen the dm because also i'm not trying to crush anybody's dreams you know it's a very exactly. thin line <laughs> it's a very thin mm-hmm. line so again mm-hmm. like you just have to humble yourself like now me i humble myself i send to my friends who would know better then i get their comments like you know like i just could believe i don't know i'm not all knowing even me i'm just vibing i have my biases and all of that so Yeah, if it's a matter of the vibe, it's either I'll ask my friend to comment or I won't say anything. But if it's logistical because at the end of the day, like what yeah. we're trying to build is like we're trying to, you know, like get artists to their A game, A game. You know, like Yes. And a lot of them actually take that criticism really well. I remember there's um there's an artist who sent me some that their music so I asked for performance videos like Atuma and when they sent the performance videos I was like I would give you a shot but like maybe you can try uh because it was it, it's a it's a rap artist and a lot of rap artists they do like playback like when they're doing like a live performance they'll basically play the song and rap on top of it yes so now what i was telling him or suggesting was like okay maybe you can try and do a couple of a couple more performances without playback so that you train yourself to be able to rap on the spot and maintain tempo maintain um the key you get like build yourself as a performer so you see that when it wasn't because i didn't yeah. enjoy the music like actually kind of vibe with it like i i vibe with it like when it was you know the spotify version but like the live performance videos you have to give that feedback for them to also be able to like better themselves and not just for my show just better themselves yeah. as an artist generally because Yeah, yeah basically like Kenyan pick like we're trying to grow everyone in whatever way we can so if what we can do is give you feedback then we will give you that feedback yeah mm-hmm. you get it. and yeah yeah 
It's a beautiful time in the industry. It's a beautiful time to like be learning about it, to be involved in it. Because I feel like there's a shift happening, and it's mm -hmm. like it's a shift you can't mm -hmm. ignore. I feel like I feel like we all know, or at least you've heard of it, whether or not you're deeply invested in the industry or not. Like Kitambo, even podcasting, for example, Kitambo, we would only know like in a over 25. East meets West, and mm. we would be so shocked at the conversations they're having. And y'all can talk about relationships in public, you know. And then, like, fast forward to now, when we have podcasts like yours, and like we're really like going into the detail of it because the guys that were there before, eh, they walked so we could run. You get so now we're in that yeah. phase. Like, there's like a new wave of like artists and creatives and event producers and stuff that's um, that's coming up. And like while we acknowledge and appreciate what like the previous generation did, like we're also just trying to build something new, um, new for ourselves right now. So I feel like it's very, very promising. I feel like also it's being received, um, it's being received pretty well. It's growing really quickly as well. Like if you just look at Kinoti, you don't even go for 2021, but I remember coming from Kirinyaga <laughs> from my shags, mm -hmm. specifically to watch a show of his to the first time I was watching him live and I get there and it was in some place like a kambaba-ish kind of lounge I feel like mm -hmm. we were like eight mm -hmm. in total that came to watch him like the rest were just mm -hmm. those babas who are just sitting having their drink like and then there's background music going on you know then yeah what one and a half years later homies like Sarit is being closed because <laughs> the turnout mm. is too big you like that's not that's not a long period of time you get like so much has yes. happened in that short period like we're so happy for them so yeah like it's just a time it's it's the time it is the time to be there but yes. again another i think on the other side as much as we have a lot more appreciation for it from the consumers it's also kind of a rough time getting investors into into the loop because all three all three parties have to be um involved for this to like continue to grow so yeah i guess we're just um yeah the, the industry it's it's taking shape like a, a day at a time a person at a time uh and as long mm -hmm. as like we just keep the faith and keep going i feel like the, the only way is up like if we continue with the trend that um we've been moving at yeah but weren't investors hesitant yeah. yet there's the market is there Pardon? why are the investors hesitant yet um i think off the top of my head i'd say the investors or the people with the most the most money right now being like maybe the corporates and stuff with the exception of guys like spotify and stuff you know the ones who are creatively inclined most of the mm -hmm. people who are running the investment side of things are people who are not about to start appreciating our wave of art you get like mm -hmm. for example 
oh my gosh, this is a bad example, but okay, no, let me not name names. I'll name one. There was a show where the lineup was Ethan, Ethan Muziki, and someone who had been in the industry for a lot longer than Ethan. And mm -hmm. that person was put as um they, they, they were put to perform before Ethan. And for sure, when they were on stage, like, yes, the audience and staff was like, you know, engaging them and everything. But immediately Ethan got on stage. First of all, I don't even know how that place jarred. Kulijatu, all the gaps in the audience mm. were filled. People were screaming, nini, nini, because now it's like the young, it's like now us youngish guys, you get. Yeah. So, yes, like you get. So, I feel like us, us guys in our generation are more likely to show up for our creatives and our artists. And when the time comes for us to be the ones sitting in those investor chairs, things will be like a lot quicker and a lot different. But then other people sitting in those chairs are the ones who we can start bringing to like Kina Ethan and Kinoti's shows, like, like they won't they won't vibe with it. You get like those are the ones who are you know the kind of parents who are like ah unataka kukwa msani, so that you can do drugs. Those are the ones in the investors' chairs. Mm. That's the problem. You get so um, slowly, slowly as um, this new wave and it's happening right now as this new wave starts to take over those uh, positions and everything, then things would go a bit smoother. But for now that that's what i would say i think that that's the reason i would give mm, interesting yeah. i think there's so many things i need to ask you about i think this is uh the prelude for part two because mm -hmm. there's so much to discuss mm -hmm. <laughs> kenyan peak and kenyan music and the industry in just mm -hmm. one episode so this is probably a prelude yeah. to the last episode. but one last question yes. no, this is the last uh -huh. one <laughs> We love artists, to see it. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Hey. We music well, we... you and uh -huh. show you uh -huh. through a rough time in your life. Oh, damn. Um, one. One. <laughs> one is crazy. Um. Okay. If. Ah. Uh, a wild. If I have to narrow it down to one at a rough time, specifically a rough yeah, time. Specifically a rough time. <sighs> Kinoti. Kinoti. Mm -hmm. I think it would be Kinoti. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How I is think, it? Mm. Mm, actually, funny enough, and I keep telling people this and they think I'm joking, like the, the, the universe, quote unquote, has Kinoti to thank for Kenyan Peak to a large extent. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I feel like my relationship with his music was the beginning of, like, that was, like, the turning point. Like, that's when I started, I felt, like, something chemically shift in my brain and be like, uh-uh, you yeah. know, yeah. Like, there's a way, okay, now at that time, um, of course, I had to have been going through a breakup, of course. It just, <laughs> it had to be. It had to be. Nairobi, <laughs> guy, and then you know it's that it's that post-COVID. But you know, we talk a lockdown. You're still in the pits of you know having been locked down for such how long? Then I check like this breakup. Law school in Dohi or Sasa. Oh my days! You know, this time was so it was so rough. Like I was telling my friend, I feel like I'm starting to develop almost an unhealthy addiction to this guy's music because. I couldn't go a day without listening to Heart to Heart. That was when uh, that first um, EP album came out, down the blue cover. You know it? Yeah, yeah, I know it. 
I'm telling you, Kina, safe space, Rudy, what I felt like Kinoti was he was painting my emotions, Yani. Like, yeah, he was he was painting exactly what I was feeling. It just always felt like like a hug. Like his music just always felt like a hug to my heart. Like, you know, like like his music being a person like or an embodiment telling you like I feel you understand yeah. you i hear you i'm here for you that kind of thing like it gave me so much um safety and comfort and reassurance at that time mm-hmm. and then at the same time it was also painting the picture of like what it's like when you're in love you know like you know like kind of reminding you like yeah you're in the pits but like remember when it was like the flip side so you you're being comforted because you're upset, but you're also being reminded of what, like, you know, a good and healthy love um is supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very mm-hmm. like personal for me. Like I would I would come from school and like I park, like when I get home, I park the car and I listen to Atu Heart and I cry for like a scheduled 20 minutes. assignments, <laughs> cuts and everything. But that parked car. Kinoti was every day. I think it was every day for almost like five, six months. He was on my Spotify app now called Jew number Drew. one. Uh. He was number one on my Spotify. And he's been ever since I started listening to him. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely Kinoti. Definitely. Ah, nice. From that album, yeah. I love pictures. Wow, for me, pictures was yeah. Man. Hey. You, Damn. Mom, can you imagine, imagine, imagine checking, imagine checking COVID, you've been listening to pictures, you're thinking about that person, and then you check and you break up. <laughs> you, you, you are there wanting to look at pictures of them during yeah. COVID. I love you, oh my days. Hey, and I come here, I want to break the cup you, just to be around I, you. Kumbe. Imagine, kumbe. No, you, where we even do na muambia. I wanna break the so, yeah, yeah. I let the listeners sit at us the Bushan and portfolio after the good, the bad, and Bushan. Tell us all the things they've loved about this episode. I've enjoyed this episode a lot, and that's why Tess, we have to do a part two. And, <laughs> sure. us, and let them tell us what they think about you know the music industry, who are some of their favorite artists, when they're yeah. coming for the next Kenyan Pick Show. Have a Her. lovely evening ahead, folks, and uh, cheers. Mm-hmm.